yes, sales is important. It's obviously important to the artist. It's how they sustain themselves. And we are <laughs> focused on that. But at the, at the same time, we are very much wanting to welcome people into the space so that they get to understand what art is about. Black creativity is unstoppable. The Studio Noise podcast takes you into the studio with Black artists and creatives making the art that moves the culture. You get to feel all the inspiration, technique, and passion behind the people making paintings, making sculptures, making prints, making noise. It's the Studio Noise podcast with your host, Jamal Barber. It's the noise. Yes. It's your boy, Jay Barber. Oh, man. Is that, am I getting rusty? Yes. <laughs> yes. It's the noise. Your boy, Jay Barber. I'm back. Back to the noise. Back here with you. So happy to be back. Took a little break to deal with my grandma uh, transitioning, going home. Rest in peace, Pearly May. Uh, that was definitely a hard thing to go through. But, you know, maybe we'll talk about that one day, but not today. Today, we're going to keep it light we're gonna get talk about me getting back to the business coming back to y'all right here on the mic the podcast i know you missed it i know you need it i hope y'all still out there making that noise and we back with you and what way better way to get back when to start this special series that we got right now i'm gonna call it miami noise yes your boy had a great opportunity to go down to miami art week big shout out to black art in america for allowing me to moderate a panel for Black Art in America at Scope Art Fair right there on South Beach. It was so much fun. Uh, I can't wait to bring that to you. Uh, Scope recorded it, so we're going to uh, get that audio, bring that panel to you. It was a great panel. Um, but to go along with that, I got to actually go and experience Miami Art Week. You might call it Art Basel, but I found out it's really called Miami Art Week. <laughs> and Art Basel is kind of just a big name uh, fair there that kind of took over everything. Uh, you know, got the most lights, got the most money, all that kind of stuff. So so while I'm down there in Miami, I did get to experience the fair. You know, I hear so much about it. Everybody always tell you, you got to go down to Art Basel. You got to go down and check out these fairs. You got to see all this work. So I went down there and I'm bringing you my firsthand accounting of what it's like to be at Miami Art Week. And I'm going to tell you the truth. You know, your boy, I want to keep it real. I'm coming there. I'm looking for the blacks. I want I want to know what's going on. I want to know if this diversity thing that they're talking about. I want to know how we show up. I want to know all of it. I want to see it and be a part of it. And so that's what I did. I took my little recorder with me. I went around the fair and, you know, connected with a lot of people. There was a lot of great galleries down there. Uh, just at Scope, there was a mitochondria gallery out in Houston. Big shout out to them. The current gallery from the Bahamas, Richard Beavers, Gallery Mertes, Black Art America. Uh, so many people were there. And it was such a great time, such a great vibe. I'm getting a lot of different insights, though. I think I came away with a lot more questions uh, than answers about what the experience is supposed to be. But we'll get into that, like, as we go. Of course, I realized, yeah, Miami Art Week is busy, but, you know, your boy, I'm going to connect with you. I'm going to get with you. I'm going to catch you in your booth. We're going to sit down and steal 15 minutes. But I realized, uh, stealing 15 minutes from these people that's uh, invested so much money. <laughs> They invested so much money uh, to be there. I don't think that was a fair thing to do. So a couple of interviews I managed to capture that I'm bringing to you in a special series called Miami Noise. And I think you'll enjoy it and give you uh, different insights from different people about the fair, about what's going on, about what they're doing. And we're going to connect with all of these people that I met with, going to connect, get them on episodes, real live episodes of the podcast. 
I know that's what y'all been waiting for, what you're going to need going into 2024 to keep us all going. And so I'm going to bring it to you. You know how I do it. Thankfully, one of the people that I actually did get to sit with was Valerie Francis, owner and operator of Nowhere Art Gallery in Martha's Vineyard. I stole 15 minutes of her time at the beginning of a Friday <laughs> when it was a little less busy. I caught her right in a, at a great moment. And so we did get to talk about her experience at the fair, selling work in different environments because she has two uh, galleries of physical locations in Martha's Vineyard, which I think is awesome. And that's what we bring you to today on the noise, studio noise. Oh, I ain't said it in so long. <laughs> said it in so long. It's studio noise. The voice of black art, bringing you the very best of all the melanated people owning and operating, making the culture move. We out there, baby. And that's what you get right here on the noise. www.studionoisepodcast.com. Check us out. Follow us on IG at Studio Noise Podcast. And you can see pictures of Valerie, the work she was representing, and a lot more pictures. And of course, I'm going to keep bringing you the very best in contemporary black art. It ain't no better. It ain't, don't get no better than that so right after the break we got valerie francis the noise baby we back yes hey y'all my name is simone elizabeth saunders i'm a textile artist here in canada and you are listening to studio noise Yes, it's your boy Jay Barber here at Scope in Miami. Your boy done hit the big time. I'm going to be <laughs> running around Scope trying to get a feel for and give you a feel for uh, what it's like for uh, artists to be here, what it's like to be gallery owners, to represent uh, African-American artists. You know that's what we do, the voice of Black Art Studio Noise. That's what we do. So I'm here today with the, what are you, owner, operator of Nowhere Art in Martha's Vineyard, Valerie Francis, right here with us. Hey, how you doing, Valerie? doing well thanks jay <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i'm i'm sitting here uh it's early on friday this is the third day of the fair you've been here for a little while uh and you've done scope multiple years like tell us about what your scope experience has been like sure thank you thanks for allowing me this time to share a little bit of our story you know ralph and i when we launched nowhere in 2019 um this is actually we're kicking off the our fifth year and this is our third year returning to scope um, it's been a great experience working with the Scope team. You know, everybody goes through their growing pains and changes. Uh, the new uh, operations lead, Edie, has been really awesome. She's actually come and visited uh, Nowhere Art Gallery on the Vineyard this past summer. So, you know, they're really looking at, I think, bridging relationships and um, expanding their footprint as well as far as uh, bringing in more diversity and elevating the quality of artwork that they show. No, no, that's good to hear because, uh, you know, we always want to be included inside of the conversation. I have so many uh, conversations with people about uh, who belongs at Art Basel, who belongs at the fair. How do you get fair, you know, pardon the pun, but representation um, for what we do and how much of what is presented at the fair controls what happens outside of the fair, like what inspires artists to make certain things and pushes, them, you know, stuff like that. I think that fairs are definitely a critical element in helping to shape, you know, an artist's career 
and also recognition, obviously, of, of the gallery as, as their representation and, and dealers, as, as a dealer. Um, what's been great also this year about the fair is that Scope has brought in curators. So they had a curator's breakfast uh, two days in a row. So they, too, are recognizing how to leverage their platform to expand it its reach into institutions and decision makers. You know, curators are out there looking and searching for artists uh, to include in their, their various exhibitions. And so that was really nice to spotlight and have a, a moment with the curators to be able to walk through the fair, uh, you know, un, unencumbered uh, with the crowds and have fun time with them. Yeah. And, and because you have your own space, like a physical spot that you go to and now you're doing a fair to me even just walking around the two days that i've been here it seems like a totally different animal like do you feel like it's that way and how do you or if there is a difference in how you approach the presentation and, and selling of the artwork compared to the two different spaces if you if, you know if you have any no i think i think that's a good point uh, being the third year we probably switch some things up each year to try to figure out that right model, that, that mechanism that um, reaches people and also um, helps to sell work. Uh, that's obviously important, especially at a fair when we already have our brick and mortar and we're paying a mortgage for that. You know, we're adding on to um, the expense of running a business by investing in space like this. And so um, there is, I think, a, a slightly different approach to it. You need, you need to watch, um, obviously, these added expenses with shipping work down and staffing the booth and there's lodging and, you know, food and, you know, all those types of things that definitely can add to the overall, you know, bottom line. Do you have a preference about what, what you like? Do you like do you like the fair experience? Like being here, like we got people walking by. This is live now at school. <laughs> so people are walking by, coming in the booth. Uh, do you prefer this experience or do you like the more slowly curated, methodical, setting stuff up in your own personal vibe? It's like being in your bedroom, right? Like, like your bedroom is your bedroom. A hotel bedroom is somebody else's bedroom, right? <laughs> Party. That's a, that's a wild thing to say. But do you understand what I'm saying? What, what, what do you prefer? Wow. Um that's a hard question for me to ask answer right now. I, I really enjoy being on the vineyard and I, I enjoy the reach that we have. It's, it's a global community, but this too is a global community. So this is sort of like, you know, a fire hose, right? And, and you know, you, you get down here on Saturday and, and you hope all the artwork arrives and, you know, you start setting up the booth. I, I have pretty much a, a methodology around that, wanting to have at least one day in between set up and opening up because we know that once the fair opens it's it's 11 to 8 and it may be 11 to 8 and beyond depending on if we're going to attend any kind of events afterwards um so it, it, it's a it's a little bit more intense and i i'm glad that it's just a week <laughs> See. it's going you know for, for much longer than that yeah it's a it's a lot it, i think it is a lot to put it on on you uh and I think, but a lot of people, and it's, you are new, fairly new gallery, you've only been here um, within five years. So I think um, maybe, and I ask you this question, how much of 
the strategy of how you're running your gallery depend on the success that you have here at the fair compared to like what else you have like because just in general like how are you looking at it and approaching it like how important is the success here at the fair compared to the whatever else you have set up at home or is there a comparison or is it just like all part of one big pool that you're looking at running a successful art gallery business in 2023 uh 2024 almost they can um they can feed one another a bit uh, from, I'm just looking at it from a financial perspective, right? So they, they, they both need to sustain themselves. There are times when a fair may not be successful in the moment, but it may be successful after. So one of the things that Ralph and I have, you know, we've been very passionate about and, and intentional about is, yes, sales is important. It's obviously important to the artist. It's how they sustain themselves. And we are <laughs> focused on that. But at the, at the same time, we are very much wanting to welcome people into the space so that they get to understand what art is about. And people who um, are new to this sometimes feel very intimidated by it. And they don't always feel welcomed in every space. So one, no matter where nowhere is in the world, we will always send out that type of energy. That's number one. Number two, as far as the sales and being able to balance out the financial aspect of both running two gallery spaces on Martha's Vineyard and, you know, then also investing in art fairs, uh, we, we, we try to hopefully look at them as independent um, investments, um, but sometimes one has to feed the other. And it, it, there isn't necessarily... Uh, I can't tell you that one, like the gallery is going to feed the fair or the fair is going to feed the gallery. It just really depends on the, the market and what's happening. Yeah, it's like, it's like a season, like being in a marriage. Like one day the wife might make more, right. the husband might make more. Right. You're like, you never know, but it's all about the household being together, right? Yeah. <laughs> all right, so tell me a little bit about the artists that you got here in your booth at Scope. Yes, so we're excited because uh, we always, you know, we, we are very much... Um, connected and bonded with Charlie and Charlie and Karita. I have to talk about Karita because really we're a four pack. I call us a four pack um, in, in the sense that when we met each other, I actually had the opportunity to meet Charlie at PRISM in 2019 when Nowhere had its first uh, summer season. So that was December of 2019. And, uh, and then we had our solo exhibition with Charlie for the first time in 2021. And it's been heaven really in a sense I mean, it's just been a great match um ever since with uh, with the four of us and how we really support each other and everything that we're doing in our life uh so charlie has returned um i've also i'm excited to announce maria lana queen she is an artist out of washington dc the self-taught artist she's never uh attended a fair before her work hasn't shown at a fair before and so um She's super, super excited. We did have a solo exhibition with Maria Lana Queen on the vineyard in um, 2022, summer 2022. And her works were on paper. This time, I encouraged her to actually go return to Canvas. And so she's working on Canvas. Um, and then I also have Mohammed Yakub, who is a photographer. And uh, it's interesting to look at his work. And I'd love to hear your even your... Um, your opinion about it, because though he's a photographer, his work looks and appears as a fine art print. 
it almost could have been a, a silkscreen, you know, uh, uh, piece, um, production. So it's really, I think, fun to have two painters and a photographer. Uh, I, I've also snuck in, though he's not physically in the booth, because as one of the things that you do go through as a gallerist to apply, they ask who you're bringing, and that's a part of your application. And when they accept you, they expect that those are the artists that you will show. But I did bring Chanel Clark with me, and we have him in the closet, actually, which we use as a hanging space. So it's an extension of the booth, and we allow people to go into the closet to be able to see this behind closed doors, you know, space. And when, when she says closet, don't think she's being no, dismissive to, to Shadil. What's up to my man Shadil, yo? But, but no, that's what people do because yeah. space is such a premium, it is a premium right? Premium and you have only a certain amount of wall space, so rather they do bring other works. Uh, you know, on the low, Claire Oliver got some of them G.O. Swabies in their closet over there. I saw it. I peeked in there. I saw it. But <laughs> yeah. but that's the, that's the thing about it. So space is such a premium. So it is good to have just one more thing to yeah. show people. And just in, in business, well, oh, wait, uh, we'll talk about the artist. Fantastic art that you got around here. Fantastic art that you yeah. got up here. Yeah, very colorful, very lively. You know, my man, Charlotte Palmer, definitely a mentor, friend of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, always fantastic. We don't even know what to say about Charlie. Uh, but the painter, the photographer that you're talking about, uh, his work is... It's very abstract. It leans a lot into that abstract. So I can see the different color separations and how they're layered into it. I'll take some pictures and y'all uh, look on the Studio Noise podcast Instagram and I'll, you'll be able to see some of the images that I'm taking here. Uh, but it is fantastic work. Yeah, fantastic work. I'm, I'm definitely interested to look him up when we go back. And I love the pattern and, and, and imagery in the other painter that you have. What's her name? Maria, yeah. And so she's also very attracted to the paintings, also very print-like. Um, I could definitely see uh, that kind of work coming off in prints because, honestly, that's the direction I'm leaning into. Okay. A lot of gesture, a lot of custom, color, a lot of layers inside mm-hmm. of stuff. And so my mixed-media stuff is, is not the same, but it has like the similar feel of it, the yeah. feel, the vibrancy, the movement, the okay. color, the play, the joy. Like You can feel all that yeah. stuff inside of it. So it's a, definitely a great selection of work that you have here. Uh, fantastic. How, how has the show been for you? The show's been awesome. And um, this year, because I have Rhea and Caroline working the booth, yesterday I got a chance to even step out and go and check into a couple of other activities happening. So I went over to Basel. Just being in other spaces, it's more than just showing the artists. It's also helping to make connections and meet other, you know, other individuals that are, again, decision makers or directors in, in uh, inst- institutional art spaces. So I had the opportunity to do that. So, you know, honestly, the fair, it's, it's always amazing in that regard, making those connections. And I have to say, I'm so excited to see Richard Beavers and Matisse, you know, Gallery Matisse here. Um, I, I, I'm, you know, Black Art in America, it's, it's really awesome that, you know, we are all here. And then also, I'm sorry, the, the women's collective from Chicago. You know, we're, we're kind of holding it down this year at Scope, and it doesn't feel like it's forced. It feels as though, again, Scope it was looking to expand and, you know, bring in more diversity. Yeah, and I think that's the great part about it is that uh, we know, and all of us know, mm-hmm. all we ever needed was the opportunity, Right. 
And so the, in the history, it's funny, you always hear this stat about how this person is the first black CEO of a Fortune 500 company. Is that person the only black person that could have ever done it in the last 400 years? No, absolutely not. It's never been about our ability and never been about uh, how we perform on a bar because we always perform. We always overperform. The talent is always there and it's just the opportunity and you can see that we hold up in any space at any time uh, just by the, the weight in which we produce. Yeah. And honestly, I think that this representation and body of work by all of these black owned galleries really shows how diverse we are in our talent, our creativity. We're all different. Not one booth looks the same. And that shows how vast experience we have as artists in this space and as gallerists in the space. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. So tell them where they can find you. Definitely. Look, I'm telling you, this is a short interview just because we here at Bowser, but we got to bring her on for a full studio noise, one hour interview so we can really get into the gallery because I would love to know about your programs, how it started, no, the whole history. So we got to bring you back on. But right now, yeah, just I look, look, you ain't said nothing. Look, did she just invite me to Martha's Vineyard? Look, you ain't said nothing but a word now. I'm I'm coming. <laughs> I'm coming. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's what we're doing. You heard it here first on Studio Noise. It's all set up. But tell them where they can follow you, find the gallery, all that good stuff. Sure. So, well, if you're on the vineyard, uh, we have two locations on the vineyard in the town of Oak Bluffs. Uh, one is on uh, Circuit Avenue, 73 Circuit Avenue, which we call the center of nowhere. Um, nowhere Art Gallery, the actual flagship um, location, is uh, 91 Dukes County Avenue in Oak Bluffs. And we're generally open from Memorial Day weekend till about the middle end of, of October with standard uh, business hours. Otherwise, it's by appointment. Um, and if you're here in Miami, uh, you can find us at Scope. We're at booth C09. And we will be here from 11 to 8 every day until Sunday. And the, the website is www.nowhere, which is K-N-O-W-H-E-R-E-A-R-T.com. And we also, Instagram is at Nowhere Art. Right, that's it. Y'all got a supporter. We have her back on the show. Thank you so much. And that's it. Another episode of Studio Noise in the Bag. Big shout out to Valerie Francis, Nowhere Gallery, taking time at such a busy time to sit with the noise. Can't wait to get her back on the podcast. I went to Miami Art Basel, so you don't have to. <laughs> Tune into the series to hear more about the fair. To all my artists out there, put your heart into what you do. I can walk around a whole art fair, but I'm telling you, that good stuff, that stuff that you put your heart into, it stands out, baby. <laughs> That's the stuff they pay the big money for. So keep it on. Keep making that noise. It's your boy, Jay Barber. Be back with you next week. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Studio Noise Podcast. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Please take a second to rate us and write a review to make sure everybody knows about the noise. Follow us on Instagram at Studio Noise Podcast.